simplicity where we discuss intentional living minimalism and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more i'm mick i'm craig and together we run a website called manifestsimplicity.com we post essays short thoughts recommendations and our rules for living a more meaningful life what are we looking at on today's show craig today we've got the fear of missing out the pill that'll save your mental health and how to survive death. <laughs> you will, why were you laughing at this before we read it? How to survive death. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. We're lying to everybody. Um, yes, we are. Whose turn is it to answer the three questions? You, you're yours. Okay. So tell me something that has frustrated you this week, lad. Okay, so we are. So this is getting released. Um, when? When is this coming out? Two weeks from now. The 22nd. Yes. No. No, that would be, yes, no, that's right. The 15th. Yeah. The 15th. Maybe. We're halfway through. Oh yeah, it'd be the 15th, yes. The 15th, we're halfway through. Dates, everybody, we're great. Yeah, we know <laughs> calendars, we can do stuff with our brains and our minds. Um, we're halfway through our meditation month. Meditation. So if you are following along with our monthly challenges this year, you will know and you will have in your inbox the information of the monthly challenge for this month of April. That is um, daily meditation practice. Yes. Now. Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. So what we're doing is practicing a little bit of focus in order to kind of um, alleviate a little bit of stress and focus on the things that actually matter in our lives. And I am... I'm having a great time doing it. I like you. I'm seven days in and I'm literally loving it. It's so good. How long are you aiming to do a day? Um, so I started up with three minutes. This isn't something that's frustrated you though, is it? No, but I'm going to tell you what's frustrated me in a second. Oh, okay. I've started out with three minutes. I up myself to five. And Ooh. then last night, so we're recording this um, on a Sunday night. And last night, uh, no, this morning I did a 10 minute meditation. Oh, not 10 minutes. Um, with Zoe Eastwood, who is one of Faith's younger sisters. And we got up like super early and we had the windows open in the bedroom. And it was like, you could just hear birds and like a tiny bit of cars going past. Ooh. And we did 10 minute meditation. It was really, really good. However, the thing that's frustrated me this week is Ooh. that the Headspace free trial not bloody long enough, is it? Ah, uh, you wanted a free month of... I wanted a free month of Headspace. Okay, so I'm using the Headspace app because it's beautiful. The app is really well designed. From a UI perspective, yeah, it's very, really nice. Very, very nice. The graphic design is wonderful. And Headspace have a deal with Nike. So you can go on a meditation oh. run. Oh, I didn't know that. In the Nike running app. Nice. So you can't see what I'm doing with my hands. But I'm He's synergizing. But I'm interlocking my fingers because my two worlds to become one. And um, because my meditation is my right hand and my running is my left hand, and then they intertwine. They do intertwine. Um, so that um, the Headspace app is beautifully made, but the trial period is not long enough. I've got a thirty-day free trial of the Calm app. What about ten percent happier? Oh, I've not tried that. That was a good one. It's, That's the one I have. It's Dan Harris, isn't it? Sam Harris. 
Dan Harris. It's a Harris. It's a Harris. Mr. Yeah. Harris. Dan Harris, I think. Mr. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, 10%. I think that's what I'm using. Okay, cool. Anyway, the Headspace app, your flaming trial's too short, right? So so sort your trial out. Yes, give people more free time on your product. Yeah, and if you're going to charge me... I tell you what, this is a a shout-out. This is a beg, right? I'm going to beg. beg. (laughs) I'm going to beg right now. If you know someone who works at Headspace or someone who has, like, a code that will last a little longer, I love that app so much. (laughs) just going to send... Please don't send it to... I don't have it in my budget to pay the, like... Hundred pounds or like eighty pounds for the year subscription. So yeah, I'm annoyed that the Headspace app doesn't last very long. Ah, so what's made you happy? Um, I won at badminton. Oh, you did. Yeah, so I heard about the the what were you what did you call yourselves? Smashing Cox Badminton Club. That's the one. Um, which is rather vulgar. It is. But, I'm, I'm not but, less expected from you. But I don't care. It was great. We, so a couple of, uh, uh, a few lads from work met up and played badminton on Friday morning. Uh, me, Greg, Danny and Flush. And I won. I know. You just said. Look the, how happy you I are. I was the best. <laughs> okay, so it took me a while to get back into it. But how do you win? Did you not do doubles? Yeah, but listen to this, bruv. Uh, right? Okay. We played three games. Yeah. The first one we you're, lost. You were on every winning team, weren't you? Danny used to play tennis for Lancashire. He's very good. Greg's like naturally sporty. Yes, he is. Yeah. I was with Flush, not naturally sporty. Really? Yeah. How weird, right? That's when you mad. look at him, you're like, that guy is like lean, really fit. He looks like he's going to be good at sport. Yeah. His his coordination is not brilliant. Maybe it's just because he's not played badminton as, as, right, as much okay. as we have. It took me a little while to get into it. They won the first game. We won the second game. We were halfway through the third game when Flush had to go to work. Right. So we, I then was like, well, you know what? I'll just take both of you on. Oh, no. And I clawed back a 6-2 deficit to win 12-10. Nice. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, you can't see what Mick just did, but he definitely dabbed. I dabbed on the haters because I beat Greg and Danny. Nice. Two on one. And the other thing that's made me happy, the sun was back out today. So oh, it was. Yeah. It was a lovely drive over as well. It like, was so nice. It's still sunny. Well, it's dusk dusk now. It's lovely yeah. little dusk. It's a little bit of dusk. And I really wanted to pull over and take a picture on the way over. You know when you're coming over yes, the Yes, I know which bit you're talking about. And you look right and it's all like and then I got, mountainy. I got really jealous coming through. I don't know if you saw it or there was as many, but coming down one of the roads towards yours, like coming off one of the A roads, there was like a, a, an ice cream shop. Oh, yeah, big queue outside. Yeah, did you see... Is it called Frederick's? I think so. Frederick's Ice Cream. If you live in in Chorley or in, like, Lancashire area, Frederick's Ice Cream always has a queue outside. Well, it was obviously still dusk. It was sunny. It was was 15 degrees, according to my car. And there was all these cars on both sides of the road. I was like, what's going on? It gets rammed next to that junction. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? How am I meant to squeeze through this? And then I looked and I was like, oh, everyone's going to a bloody ice cream shop. When I I see a queue outside a shop like that, I scream. Oh, (laughs) hold on. Hold on, I think. Do, 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 I think, do, do, do. I think no, I think Tino's phoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, oh, Tino. Sorry, yeah. The, the old men joke club rang. They want their they want their puns back. <laughs> yeah, he said, please leave the bad jokes to him. Okay. Uh so yeah, some sign and I won at Badminton. Nice. They they sounds like a good you're having a great time. Oh yeah, it's been a good week. The only thing that would have made that story a bit better is if you just stopped and got ice cream as well. Yeah, I could have got ice cream on the way. Oh, could have got 
ice cream one. Right, we'll be back in yeah. about 20 so minutes. So we're just going <laughs> to pause the podcast. Uh, come back in about 20 minutes when we've got ice cream. We'll not even pause it. We'll just stop. Just leave it running. And uh, FYI, we, we aren't going to go and get ice cream. We're not going to do that. What's your favourite flavour of ice cream? Mm, Mint choc chip. No, I was going to say that, but it's not. It used to be, but I like a, a banana flavour. Banana ice cream is tasty. Oh, banana ice cream. Yeah. What's your favourite McDonald's milkshake? Banana or strawberry. What? I know. They all taste the same. It doesn't matter which McDonald's milkshakes you get. They yeah, all they taste do the all same. taste the same. Yeah. Um, ice cream flavour. I used to be a mint chocolate chip kind of guy. Yeah. I think I, everyone is as a kid. I just go chocolate now. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to mess around with the mint. No, I don't want to feel like the I'm, mint I don't want to feel like I'm having a salad. That's what mint is. So, yeah. skip all that. Give us the chocolate. Give, it, give me the bad stuff. <laughs> I know what I want. Or, or it's they, 50 quid. If, they, if they've got cookie dough, I'll have that. Like a bit of cookie dough. Yeah, cookie dough's alright. It gets a bit sickly after like three spoonfuls. Yeah, and my shout out is for Greg and Danny and Flush oh. from Badminton and also the Eastwood girls, the Eastwood family in general, for hosting me last night. I went over, I beat them all at Banana Grams. Yeah, we'll find more out about Banana Gram apparently according to the episode plan later. Later in the show. Later in the show. Okay, shall we get into the news? <laughs> news. You want to go first or second? Uh, I can go first on this uh, Hit me little. With the... Hit me with your and you've just deafened every listener. Yeah. Um, so I found that North Carolina are passing a bill that would add uh, convicted animal abusers to uh, would it would add them to an online registry, just like the sexual offenders. Wow. How good is that? So if you if you harm an animal, yeah, you go on a list. You're in big trubs. The North Carolina government will check it twice, and they'll know if that you've been naughty or not. Wow, yeah, they're making a list. They're checking it twice. They're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. So it's a bill. So it's not been passed yet, but. The North Carolina Animal Abuser Registry Act was introduced by Senators Floyd McKissick and Danny Britt. Good lad. If the bill becomes a law, anyone in the state who abuses an animal after January 1st, 2020 would be added to a public database. I love how they put that date in. So if you're going to abuse an animal, get it done quick. Yeah. (laughs) After the first offence, the animal abuser and their photograph would be on the registry for the next two years. A second offence would put the abuser on the list for five years. When you move into a new place, do you have to go round and tell everyone that you're an animal abuser? I don't think you do. Um, No. I feel like animal cruelty is like what my mum always said that animal cruelty was one of the precursors to like becoming a serial killer or something. Have you seen mm, Mind Hunter? Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Coming to Netflix. Well, it's on Netflix. No, it's already on Netflix. There's a new series coming out. Do you want to hear something funny, everyone? No, don't do this. <laughs> do you want to hear something hilarious, everyone? No, don't. <laughs> what show was it that you were talking about? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, if you don't tell me, I'm going to butcher the story, so you might as well just oh, tell me. Oh, it's Manhunt You. Know okay, okay, so... <laughs> this is, okay. I knew what I meant in the moment. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of out of context, but it's kind of hilarious. Once, Craig said, we were talking about Manhunt Unabomber, right? So it's the show where they talk about um, the invention of forensic linguistics and how they use language to catch Theodore Kaczynski, the Unabomber, the guy who sent loads of bombs to loads of industrial uh, companies and heads of industry and stuff, as a protest for the advance of technology. Uh, they caught him, he got convicted, and he's in prison, right? Craig goes, when the series ends, oh, looking forward to the sequel. 
But yeah, because I want them to do another <laughs> another season. What now, do you mean? He's in prison. No, but I said I want them to do another season. And but I want them to do another season of Manhunt something else. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't want them to do Manhunt Unabomber Part well, they Two. Can do, they can do the uh, Golden State Killer now, can't they? Because they caught that Joker. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. So he was like a like a serial rapist and killer in America. Right. And they use some new DNA database oh. to track him down like fifty years after his last crime. Jesus. How that's, insane that's really good. is that? Um, so they're hoping that they can also catch the. Um, uh, Zodiac Killer in the same way. Ah. But yeah, that would be really cool. I think they should do another season because it was a really good show. It was. It was very good. So if you're an animal abuser, watch out because you're going to end up on a list. Uh, specifically in North Carolina. Um, and Virginia Governor Ralph Northam has also signed a thing called Tommy's Law, which is increases the penalty for animal abusers from a misdemeanor to a class six felony. That means animal abusers in the state could get one to five years in prison. I feel like you should get seriously punished if you hurt an animal. Yeah, 100%. 100%. People in other states in America have reacted to the bills and uh, are trying to get... Um, petitions signed for it to be a, a thing in their states as well. So if you if you're in a state in America, go to change.org and I guess get people to sign your petition. Yeah. Get it get it made the law across the country. Hundred percent. Right. We're we're transitioning from that to science sciencedailies.com. Ooh. Yeah. We're getting well tech. We've tried to tell everyone we're a science podcast before. Make it didn't work. We're a science podcast and we know all the stuff. Right. Now, this is the news that 20 minutes of contact with nature will lower stress hormone levels, reveals new study. Oh. So an April the 4th study, 2019, by Frontiers surmises that taking 20 minutes out of your day to stroll or sit in a place that makes you feel in contact with nature will significantly lower your stress hormones level, hormone levels. That's the finding of a study that has established for the first time the most effective dose of an urban nature experience. Healthcare practitioners can use this discovery to dis- to prescribe nature pills in the knowledge that they have real measurable effects. So 20 minutes out of your day to go out and feel connected to nature can reduce, I'm doing a reduction curve with me on. Oh, you are. Um, your stress levels. Amazing, huh? And increase your nature caring skills. Yes, and you went for a nature walk today, didn't you? Talk to me. I did. Uh, so me, Jenna and Otis went to Charlton Water Park. Okay, and you saw how many goats? Two goats. And how connected to nature did you feel? Super connected to those goats. Do you feel less stressed? I was feeling less stressed already, so now I, want- I even feel less stressed. I wonder if if you have like 40 minutes, you get double the effect. Ooh. So, so if you send us- So you can't see what I'm doing with my hands now, but I'm also interlocking my fingers. One hand is nature, the other is me. There Together. we go. Together. It's so- There we are. It makes so much sense. When to become one. On your own. Okay, so that's the news. That is the news done with. Oh, We're done. Bin that off. Bin the news. Bin right, the news Now off. we're going to go to talk about horrible negative stuff again. No, we're actually not. We're going to talk a little bit more about connecting with nature. 
Oh, Segway! Okay, so this week's essay is called Discontent. You will know that because the episode that you're listening to right now, always named after the essay, isn't it? And always. this one's called Discontent. Um, so I wrote this on a drive back from Faith's house when the sun was out. While driving. Uh, she was driving, technically. I was writing it. In the passenger seat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's 50 quid. It's 50 quid. Um, so, yes, so it was a very sunny uh, late summer morning. We had just been for a nice nature walk. Oh. Yes. Um, and we were driving home and I got this... I got this kind of feeling that I wanted... We were driving past all these wonderful... She lives in the Peak District, so it's just full of mountains. Mountains? Do they count as mountains? Yeah. We'll call them mountains. We'll call them mountains. Um, it's full of very large, large hills. Peaked mountains. Peaks. And what it made me want to do is, like, run up them all. So oh. my favourite thing to do, if you didn't know this already, is to run up steep stuff. Running. I like to go running. And then I thought to myself, what if I never get to run up all these mountains that we're driving past? And then I wrote this essay. Okay, so this essay is called Discontent. If you head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash discontent, you can read the entirety of this essay. Yes, you can. Um, it's only a little one, so I'm going to read the whole thing. It is a little one. I'm going to treat it? myself to the whole thing. Um, so it talks a little bit about FOMO. Oh, okay. you do love a bit of FOMO. Don't We're going to talk about FOMO afterwards. Okay, are you ready? Yes, go. <clears throat> Discontent. The fear of missing out is so strong that we often forget to appreciate that that which we are actually experiencing. What if my greatest disappointments, or the aching of this life, is the revealing of a greater first this world cannot satisfy? Do you ever worry about all the things you won't get to do in your lifetime? What if I never get to visit Australia? What if I never get promoted? What if I never have the courage to skydive? What if I never fall in love? Recently, as I drove through the Peak District on a beautiful sunny morning, with the cool breeze flowing through the open windows, John Bellion using the car radio in his fight against the noise of the wind, a carefully made coffee in my system, and longer than needed to get to work. I started to wonder about the mountains and streams and endless fields of perfect green that surrounded me, and begin tracing the winding trails that cut them into segments. I want to run up them all. I want to taste the harsh air in my lungs as I struggle to the top. Feel the sharp grass around my ankles as I navigate overgrown paths and unkempt trails. Hear the sound of my heart beating as I shut the world out and listen intently to my body. I want to twist my hips to avoid nettles and throw my arms wide to feel the rain on my chest. But what if I don't get to see it all? What if, in my haste to experience all that the world has to offer, I miss something vital to my growth? What if... As I try to decide which road to take, I fail to see the signs that will lead me to happiness. And then, as I pondered the possibilities, I began to come to a blinding realisation. You can never do it all. Every time I see a friend post a beautiful picture of them exploring a trail, attending a festival, sampling a new cuisine, buying a new car or having an incredible life experience, I get this uncontrollable anxiety that fools me into thinking that my life is less because I am not experiencing those things. The FOMO is real. This particular drive to work taught me that the experiences you do have are twice as meaningful, 
if they are not covered in a thin veneer of discontent. You are where you are, so be there. In this world of constant distraction and fleeting attention, we must appreciate the moments we are in and try very hard not to be thinking about what we are missing out on. Am I driving to work? I am driving to work with beautiful things around me, a full belly and a happy heart. Why am I worried about the roads I will never get to run down or the songs I'll never hear or the food I'll never taste? All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. It's a quote from Gandalf there. There are wonderful things out there. For me, that means open trails and steep mountains and cold beer and beautiful music. But knowing I will never experience it all means it is my duty to appreciate the things I do get to see, taste, do, feel and learn with purpose and intent. There are always options. But choosing to live in the moment is what makes the act of choosing a joy. Boom! Finished. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, this, I... I I remember intently, like like really vividly, the, the feeling I had when I was writing this. I don't know if you've had this because you've not been writing kind of as long as I have. I've been doing this for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. But you get, I don't know, I mean, you probably have because some of the things you've written, if you can read them and you can kind of feel that you're in that zone. But suddenly you'll be like, I need to get this down. Like I'm in an experience right now that if I don't write about it, I'm going to forget it. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's this kind of feeling I had on the way on the way to work on this morning. Like everything was really nice. Like the music was playing and it was super sunny and me and Faith were driving to work and we'd just been for a really nice walk in the morning and everything was great. It hits almost perfection. Literally. And then you think, well this is so good, but what if there's something else going on that I'm missing out on. It's like, how can I top this perfection? How can I add to this? How can I make it better? Yeah, so even though... I even was, though it's already perfect. Literally, yeah. So even though I'm living in this, like, ridiculously perfect moment, something in our brains is programmed to go, oh, but what about that thing that you're not doing right now that you could be doing or should be doing? Yeah. Um, so it was amazing to kind of, kind of experience something so incredible and still be thinking... Oh, look at all this, these trails and hills that I won't be running up anytime soon. Um, when in fact, it's more important to be enjoying the moment that you're in than mm. worrying about the one that you're not or that you might not ever get to be in. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you only stress yourself out otherwise. Like you, maybe not stress yourself out, but you start to then think that the moment isn't as perfect as it was three minutes ago when it when you were realised the moment was perfect. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, you're, in, you're like... It's very easy to, it's like the grass is greener syndrome. Yes. It's like the moment you're in is great, but you can always find something that, like, I'm driving to work and I've had a beautiful morning and I'm, I'm, I'm driving through lovely countryside on a summer morning, but I could be doing all that with a donut in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's, a, there's a way, there's always a way for the situation to get better. It's like we create these hypotheticals where we just add and add and add and add and add until it gets better. Yeah. Um, but then you're like, oh, maybe, it w w w let's swap the donut for the ice cream. Yeah. Well, I know, I now want an ice cream. Mint choc chip. Mint, no, we've decided chocolate and banana. Okay, good. Um, so it, it, you, I, you always find yourself doing it, and I've done it before. I'm yeah. like, this is really nice. Like, I'm loving this. Yeah. Only thing that would make it better is if I was doing this, or yeah, if I was yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. It's the if, 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 if. Yeah. What 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 else is going on? I'm experiencing experience A, 
what is what is going on in experience B that I am missing out on? Yeah. And like, is that better than what I've got? No. But I, correct. Well done. You've summed up the yes. You've summed up the entire essay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, no, like I think it was very interesting because like we we got up early. We went out on a really nice walk. I'll post some pictures from the walk on Instagram this week. You can see them on Instagram. Um, we went on this really nice walk. Um, we. Yeah, it was kind of like a really nice relationship moment. And then we had breakfast together and we drove to work together and it was like, perfect, perfect, perfect. But still in your brain, you're like, oh, but what about if this was going on? And it like, I felt, I felt myself, I was almost like I needed to punch myself in the face <laughs> and, be, and be like, wake up. What you're experiencing is so amazing. Don't be worrying about what else is going on yeah, yeah. because A, you're not experiencing it and B, what you're experiencing is far more important than what you think you could be experiencing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the moment is unique to you. Yeah, 100%. So I think f falling back into the social media side of things, if you, if you look at what someone else has done on social media and then you go and do the same thing, the experience may not necessarily be the same for you. Yeah. But that experience could be better if you were doing it your way and not someone else's way. Yeah. So don't think about how that experience, you're missing out on an experience because it's not you're not in it right now. Yeah. Do the experience your way and yeah. it'll be your experience. Mm -hmm. I like, I like, um, yeah, I think you're right. I feel, I feel like when I see someone doing one of those, oh, we went up, we went on this like big walk as a family. I'm like, oh, I want to go on a walk with like my friends and like my family. And but stuff. you wouldn't go to the same location. Yeah. But even if you do, it's never going to be the same. No. It's never going to be what you see or what you imagine it being like. Um, and often those things disappoint because you have, you kind of build them up in your brain and you're like, oh, it's going to be this amazing experience and then when you get there it's really good yeah. but it's never going to be quite as good as what you've yeah. built it up to be so it's important to appreciate what you are experiencing because you're you're there and you're in that moment and you're not you're you're not doing the other thing mm -hmm. so in try and enjoy or try and even just be aware of the moment that you are experiencing um the FOMO is so real though I get that on a regular basis I mean it's I mean it's like super prevalent now because obviously faith's like in Australia, partying on beaches and like drinking fancy cocktails and going out with her friends all the time and surfing and kayaking and doing lots of cool stuff. And your your brain goes, oh, well, like, uh, I want to be doing that stuff. Like, I'd quite like to be doing that. But then you've got to go, oh, well, that's cool. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I used to do that. Yeah. I'm over the FOMO now. Like, I used to be like that. So I'd see my friends going out and all this and I'd be stuck in or I'd be at work and I'd be like, oh, I really want to go out. I really want to be doing that. Yeah. But then I just told myself, I was like, why? Like, I don't need to know about that. I'm not bothered. Like, I'm doing this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I trained my mind, I think, as a bit of a habit to be in the here and now and not the well, what this and what that and what if? And yeah. Jenna does that a lot. She goes, well, what if this and what if that? And I'm like, well, what if none of it happens? Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. just be here and now yeah. and I'll deal with it when, if or when that time yeah. ever comes. So the, the flip side of FOMO is my favourite new acronym, which is oh. JOMO. JOMO. What's that? Which, which is the joy of missing out. Ah, uh, okay. Should have seen that coming. Could have, yeah, you could have seen Definitely that Definitely could have worked that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what you're talking about is JOMO, which is like, I... I Part of me goes, when I see those situations, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad I'm not doing that. Because if I was doing that and I had experienced the exact same thing, 
I then can't hear about the thing from the person who's done the thing. Yes. If I'd come with you on your nature walk today and you went round Chalton Water Park, I, we would not have had a really nice conversation about it before we started the podcast. Yeah. I would not have asked you about what it was like and you, you met some goats and what was the kind of... We, we don't have that, that conversation if we both know everything that happened on that walk yeah, and everything exactly. that happened during that event. So the joy of missing out is that you then get to connect over the things that you missed out on. I think being off social media contributes to the joy of missing out as well because I'm not on social media as well. I don't use Facebook. I don't have a personal Twitter. Death to Facebook. Death to Facebook. I don't use a personal Twitter account. Uh, I rarely scroll through my own Instagram. I don't post on it as often as I used to. I am Instagram addicted. Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, so for me, I don't miss out on those things and I'm glad I don't miss out on those things because I'm not seeing what someone else is doing. I'm yeah. just enjoying my life and I'll share a bit of my life on social media or a day or a bit of an inspirational thing or whatever Yeah. just to share with people but I'm not going oh hey look here's what I'm doing it's just yeah. here's something I did just want to share it with you yeah I think that's that's the super healthy way to be using those platforms because if you put everything out and people and I mean, it's one of the other things that I'm writing about at the moment is like, why are you sharing the thing that you're sharing? Are you sharing the thing so that people get jealous of what you're doing mm -hmm. or because you want to like inspire or spark conversation yeah. or spark interest? The second one is much more appealing to me. Yeah. I want to see you post a picture of you and Jen out and be like, dude, where is that place that looks sick? Yeah. And then we can have a conversation about it. I want to see Faith post a picture of her surfing or of her, like, she went and walked up the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh, nice. And she posted a picture, and then we'll talk about what that experience was like. Yeah, because you're seeing, like we spoke about in summits, you're seeing the the thing, the, the glimpse of the image, but you're not, well, the glimpse of the experience, but you're not hearing about the experience. Yeah. You're not feeling the experience. Yeah. You're not there in the moment. Yeah. So. so the joy of missing out is that you then get to connect with the person who did the thing about how the thing was and yeah. what it was like. I like that. I, my favorite thing is when someone posts something or someone says something about something they did and you, you because they've not, because you weren't there and you didn't experience it, you get to share that with them. If people share everything all the time, you, there's no need for me to ask questions. There's no need for us to connect over it mm -hmm. because I already know. <laughs> yeah. I know everything. Oh, like it's like I used to use Facebook and I'd catch up with my friends and be like, oh, I saw you went and did this and yeah, it looked really fun. What was it like? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same as what's in the pictures. And I'm like, great, great conversation. Yeah, all, yeah if, I if love all, it. If all the detail is there and if you've, if you've experienced it over the internet already, there's no need for you to have a conversation about it. So the joy of missing out is, yeah, that you get to connect about it and connect over it afterwards. Um, the essay, if you want to read it, is available to read now on the website. So if you head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash discontent, you will be able to read this essay in its entirety. Um, yeah, it was uh, this particular day. Um, uh, yeah, so we went for this walk over 20 trees, which is a... I mean, I don't even know if there's 20 trees there. <laughs> Just <laughs> a singular set of 20 <laughs> trees. But it's a very large hill in the like mid-peak district with a load of trees on one side. So that's what they call it, 20 trees. And you walk up and there's a big long trail and it takes you all the way back down to the other side of town and you walk back through town to get back to where it is. Uh, okay. um, and experiences like that are often better experienced without 
documenting them. Mm-hmm. Um, we took pictures because we were kind of just like, it was a cool event for us to be kind of documenting. Um, but when was the last time you went out on one of those, like, event, or you went to something and you didn't tell the world you were there? Um, I th- I'd like to think I do this quite a lot. I just can't think of a specific event because I don't tell everyone what I'm doing. I might tell one or two people what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and not everyone else needs to know about it. Right. Um, See, I got like put- to Charlton Water Park, I, wasn't, I wouldn't tell everyone today. If someone says, oh, how was your day off, Craig? I'll be like, oh, well, yeah, me and Jenna did this, but that's about it. I won't yeah. post it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- you you uh, pulled me up on this, actually, because uh, me and Danny went to see Empress of, who was uh, like an American. Oh, I did pull you up on yeah, this. Yeah, you did. I massively pulled and you I up really, on this, I and really I was ap- like, oh, because I was disappointed. Yeah, I really appreciated you, you kind of flagging that up for me. Red uh, flag. Red flag. Um, but me and Danny went to see Empress of. It was like a little bit of a. Like, Who is Empress of? Uh, she's an American. I think she's Spanish. American Spanish singer, and she makes like cool, like housey pop music. And she plays a piano. And she dances around. And she sings. She's really good. Um, and Danny invited me out like last minute whim. Was like, dude, I got a spare ticket. You want to come? I was like, sick. I went to see Empress of, and I really enjoyed the music. And because Danny is a really talented photographer, he was spending most of, well, the thing is right, and I'm gonna try and justify it to you now, but this is not me making an excuse for um, my actions. Um, he spent a lot of, a certain period of the gig taking pictures because he wanted to capture a really nice image of the show we were at, uh-huh. which I appreciate. I wanted to do the same, but because I don't have the same kind of eye and control as him, uh, I took far more than I needed to get a really good picture. And I was kind of posting it straight to Instagram because it was all like, hey, look, I'm out and check that. Like, and I was really, really wasn't doing it for the right reasons. Um, whereas Danny took one beautiful picture, edited it to make it look really nice and then posted it saying, went to this gig with Nick. And I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, because and I saw when your he, story. When he did that, I was like, oh, that was the right way to do it. Because I should have been saw... enjoying the gig, and instead I was worrying about making sure people Well, I saw I your there. Instagram story, and I was like, because we'd been to work that day together, and Danny was obviously on about the Empress of gig. Yeah. So I, and then um, I saw on your Instagram story that you were there, and I was like, oh, didn't realize Mick had gone. So then I didn't have a conversation with you about it. What I did was pull you up on the fact that yeah, you that posted, posted too many like, videos. Five different videos or pictures online and Danny had posted one maybe two for two things about the gig yeah, yeah. and you'd posted all this so he didn't he didn't the thing is he did it the right way but also um he took a lot of photos to get that one good photo yeah we spoke about this a few weeks ago when we were talking flowers. flowers in flowers was it in flowers no I don't think it was no, flowers can't <laughs> yeah, I can't remember flowers. which one it was um so you'll have to go back everyone and listen to a load of old episodes um strikes strikes yes so we were at a gig and I took a load of pictures and posted them all to Instagram. In my stories, people then saw it and were like, oh my God, I can't believe you went to that gig. It was nice for people to be like, oh Mick, you're out. Well done for going Well done out. for socializing, yeah, you yeah. freak. <laughs> well done for not sitting at home on your own and playing guitar and watching Netflix. Um, or going for a really long run. Running. Running. Um, so it was nice to be out, but I did it the wrong way. I feel like Danny also did it the wrong way because he took a lot of photos. Um, but his was like an intentional version of what I did. My version of it was like, 
I, snap, 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 yeah, snap, snap, snap. Like I was, I, I was so proud of myself for being out that I wanted other people to notice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because it's a normal thing for him. He was like, I went to this gig, check it out. That's what I should have done. Mm-hmm. And that's what this FOMO thing brings up. Cause it's like, because I posted all of that shit stuff on the internet, um, I didn't have, I had barely any conversations about it. If I just put one picture or one video and said, oh, I'm at the gig, people would be like, oh my God, you went to that gig, I was there. Or um, do you want to come to this? Or, like, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like I oversaturated everyone with it so that I would kind of feel good about being out and that people would, yeah, be, yeah. people would kind of be like, oh, Mick went to this gig and I kind of, yeah, well, I don't think I was posting it for the right reason. So thank you for pulling me up on it because it kind of made me feel a bit more like, yeah, like at the end of the day, yes, we preach this minimalism and like intentional living message and we're all about finding meaning in the kind of, this kind of world and, and, and society that wants you to buy things and live um, consume, 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 and live above kind of what, what is possible for you. Um, we preach this message, 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 but, um, we still mess up. Like we're not perfect. Did you stutter the word on purpose? We still mess up and we are not perfect and we are still learning. So thank you for pulling me up on that because it's, it, that's what good friends do. Good friends will say, look, dude, we're better than what's going on right there. So, um, Make just making you aware your check yourself correct. before you wreck yeah, yourself. Perfect. So it was very good. So thank you for putting me up on it. Um, You're welcome. Yes. Um, when was the last time you experienced FOMO for yourself? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a little bit of FOMO when a fair few of my friends all go on walks. Mm-hmm. And they do a little bit of walking in like the peaks and saying they're, they're I am walking. I am walking. <laughs> um and they're looking to try and do Ben Nevis oh, um, yeah. at some point. I think in June, July they were saying. Yeah. And I got I did I get a little bit of FOMO do not going on the walks with them because it they're like my best friends. So, yeah. you know, I want to be there with them, I want to share that experience. But mm. I also know that walking isn't like big walking trails isn't for me. It's not something I'm passionate about. It's not something I enjoy. So for me, I just want to be there with my friends. So the fear of missing out in good times with my friends is what I had over the walk. But yeah, that was probably the last time I had it. But But I'm not like, I I said to myself afterwards, I was like, well, you don't like this Craig. So why are you, what are you fearing? And I was like, yeah, I know I'm right, but it'd still be cool to hang out with my friends. You're, you're, You're missing out on social interaction, but you're, if it means doing something you don't necessarily enjoy, it doesn't make sense for you to go out, exactly. and, go out and do it. But you also get Jomo because you then get to discuss it with them afterwards and be like, yeah. dude, how was that thing? And who was the who got tired the quickest? And like, tell me the in-jokes and what happened and kind of like fill me in. And, and then you get to see people who did something they really enjoy and ex- were excited about it, tell you about the thing they enjoyed and were excited about. Exactly. Um, so FOMO and JOMO walk hand in hand. It's just how you view the situation. FOMO. FOMO in one hand, JOMO, Jomo in, in the, the other. other. Boom. boom! We're doing that interlocking hand thing. I loved how you waited for me to say boom next. You were like, <laughs> I want to say it with him. I want to say it with him. Otherwise, I'll miss out on Otherwise, boom. Otherwise, I've got FOMO that we didn't say boom at the same time. Didn't say what? Boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. 
It's everyone's favourite time of the show. It really is. It's time for Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit is 50 fucking quid. What? <laughs> we got so far. We got 40 minutes in without anyone swearing. Or mentioning Anton. Hey! Okay, so we, we didn't mention Anton in the previous um, episode. Tasks? We didn't mention Anton no. in Tasks. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to be really posh and southern then. Tasks. In tasks. We didn't mention Anton in tasks, and I don't think we mentioned him in decluttering either. I think we must. No, refund in fire were last week. Fire. We didn't mention him in fire. I think we did. Maybe at the end. Okay. Either way, Anton, Anton. Well, you just did that stupid football I know. <laughs> Um, okay, so question for the wider Reddit universe that we'll just be answering on behalf of the UK. Captain America, right? If there was a Captain America for your country, what powers would he have? He'd be really good at moaning. <laughs> if, he was a, if, he was a, if he was a UK, Captain UK or Captain Britain. There is a Captain Britain. He is a thing. What? Captain Britain, look it up. It's uh, it's actually a comic. I'm going to Google it right now. Uh, but I think he'd be really good. Uh, I'm surprised he'd not put crumpets on here. Uh, Americans it, oh love no, to think that all we do is really eat crumpets. Br- oh, Captain Britain's a thing. There he is. He told you. He's got a Union Jack unitard on. Yes, he does. That is so sick. Oh, I'm jealous. Do you want one? Are you, you going to buy one? Captain Britain Weekly number one. How much are they? Oh, flaming heck, I'm not buying the comic. <laughs> I'm, not buying, I'm not buying the comic just for yeah. the sake of Captain Britain. Captain Britain. I, I think he'd be... He'd look exactly like the cartoon. It's already been done. He just... Would you reckon he'd have, like, an eyeglass? Would he be a butler? Oh, like, from yeah. Batman? Yeah, he'd, yeah. Be, he'd be... Alfred. Alfred from Batman. Except he'd also be, like, like world-class level at queuing. Yes. Because we love to queue. But like, what are you doing, Alfred? Oh, I'm just queuing. Standing in a, in a queue, mate. <laughs> Standing in a queue to get you some breakfast. It's the last time you queued, mate, right now. Love to queue, don't I? Have you ever seen the film Super? With mm. Rain Wilson from The Office, and it's got Ellen Page in it as well? I don't think so. Um, basically, not to spoil it, but it's him being... Don't spoil it, do it. <laughs> it's, spoilers. It's him being uh, like a vigilante superhero, but terrible at it. And he sees this guy cutting line at the cinema... Like, this guy cuts in the line at the cinema at the movies with him, in front of him, and he ends up running over to it, leaving the queue, running over to his car, getting changed into his costume in his car, running back over with a wrench and beating this guy up and goes, you don't cut in line! Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Do you reckon Captain Britain would be the opposite? And he'd be like, no, get in line! No, he'd be far too polite for that. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. To to get it appears that you appears that you were mistaken as to where the end of the queue was. <laughs> and then he'd go off afterwards and bitch to his friends about he'd it. Go and like, oh, oh, like, I tell you what, it'd be in the pub. He'll have a pint. He'll have a pint, pint of Stella. T- <laughs> yeah, wearing a vest. <laughs> and he'll go. Oh, I tell you what, mate. You won't believe what happened to me. And he'd be like, Oh, you will not believe what happened to me in the cinema today, right? I was in the queue, right? Yeah, in the queue, and. I was there in the queue. Man cups in front of me, doesn't he? He must have not seen the queue. He must have not seen the, the queue. queue. I don't know what character that is. <laughs> Kim, Kim's back. It's a little bit like my dad. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I think Captain UK or Captain Britain. What other one would you get? 
Would right. they be like Captain Norway would be like a Viking? Yeah, you could speak Big to that. Big Viking. Yeah. Captain Australia would just like be roasting shrimps on the beach. <laughs> roasting. Be really, throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> be really good at be really good at surfing. And, and he'd like throw koala bears. Yeah. No, 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 he'd throw venomous snakes, bruh. <laughs> venomous snakes. <laughs> and he'd remote control some spiders. Oh, don't do that noise. <laughs> For God's sake. Oh, <laughs> God. Now, now, here we go. Ready for this segue. Yeah. If Captain Australia threw spiders at you, you might die. Your question is... Oh, my question is, do you fear death? Why or why not? I don't fear death at all. Uh, what I fear is how people re will react to my death. Yes. I literally... I would just be sat here having a conversation with nobody. This would be your podcast, right? So for the next five minutes, I'm not going to talk. Ask the questions for no one and they won't answer. Yeah, so what? do you fear death? Yeah, great answer. And um, <laughs> what, where's that laughter coming from? Mick? It's the ghost of Mick. It's the ghost of Mick. Yeah, I, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm more than prepared to... Well, like I, 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 can, I can die. I don't, I don't... I'm not really... I'm not bothered about dying, really. No. I, what I'm bothered about is my kids and my friends and Faith and my parents and my brothers and sisters. <laughs> Craig. And Craig. <coughs> there we go. And Anton. Um, and <laughs> how, how those people would react to my death. Um, have you thought about what song you want to have at your funeral? Thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs> Please, that would be so good. Imagine if you got struck by lightning. <laughs> That would be that would be so good, so good. Uh, I'm not I'm not so scared of death. Um, I'm curious as to what happens afterwards, if anything at all. What, but do you, what do you believe happens after death? I don't know. I'd like to think that your consciousness is transferred elsewhere, but I just don't think it does. I think the light goes off and that's it. Are you going to get transferred into a kettle? Yes, I would love to be a kettle. What, what brand of kettle would you be? Uh, Russell Hobbs. Of course. <laughs> Always have to be Russell Hobbs. Classic. Classic. I can't remember the branding of the one I've got at home. Mine's mine's unbranded. It's the white it's the white one you get from like generic supermarket. <laughs> like wholesale. Uh does it boil water? Yeah. Do I care what name it has on it? No. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh yeah, I, I'm not so scared about that. Like but I do I, I do worry about Jenna, yeah, like family things like that. So yeah, mm. I I do fear it a little bit, but I'd Otis. rather it's really silly. But I'd rather it's happened to me than someone else, someone I care about. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was to die, I'd be like, oh, all right, okay, I had a good life. I you, uh, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, obviously, yeah, like I'm dead. But I'd really yeah. like I'd rather it were me than someone else. But I guess that sounds a little bit selfish because then I'm like, oh, well, then they can deal with that. While yeah. I'm <laughs> while I'm dead, well, I'm they never... can deal with the aftermath. Well, better you die than someone else dies. Do you, reckon, yeah. do you reckon you could take a bullet for someone? Depends who the somebody would be, but yeah, I reckon I could. Would you take a bullet for me? Yeah, I would 100% take a bullet for you. Yeah. There's a, there's a, like In the ass. Oh, God. We were talking shit. today about whether, like, what it would feel like to get shot. Ooh. You know in movies... Yeah. Like the hard character. I've been hit with a ball bearing before. Uh, not a ball bearing, uh, yeah, like a ball bearing um, when I used to do airsoft. I got hit on the knuckle where by a, a, a guy that was like being a sniper. He had a, a 
Gas, was, it, was it metal? Gas-powered sniper. A uh, plastic one, but it was very high velocity and it like pinged off my knuckle and like, bruised it. My dad, shot himself, hurt, my dad shot himself in the hand with an air rifle, with an air pistol. Ooh. And the, the BB got stuck in his hand. He had to have it operated out. Ooh. Yeah. Well, anyway, we were talking about... Um, oh, sorry, go on. We were talking about char- like, movie characters getting shot. Yeah. And they like get shot in the like chest or whatever and they're just like, ha, tis but to scratch. And they keep <laughs> fighting and you're like, uh, excuse me, you have just been shot in the shoulder. You've taken a bullet. You should now go and lie down over there. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, never mind. And then we were talking about, there's a bit in, I think it's Die Hard 4. Oh, the not good one. Is that the not good one? That... He throws a car at a helicopter. How is it not good? He doesn't throw it. He drives it up okay. the ramp into anyway, the helicopter. Okay, anyway, okay, we're being There's grabbed. a bit where... I'm being Captain British. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry, did you? Uh, you oh, I'm really sorry. You must not have seen the end of the queue. It's back there. <laughs> um, the there's a bit in that film where Bruce Willis is being like grabbed, mm. like being held from behind, and he's got a gun, and he gets the guy's gun, and he shoots himself through the shoulder in order to kill the guy behind him. What? 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 And he does his famous yippee ki yay line, and then he shoots himself. <laughs> Right, and the bullet goes through his shoulder, out his back, and into the other guy's chest. If he had the ability to shoot himself, why not just raise the gun over the shoulder and be like, poo, pew, pew, Well, because films. Ah, because films. The f- I love, I do love watching films, and I love saying to myself, "What, what are they doing that for?" You know, like a horror film when me and Jenna are watching, and yeah. I'm like, "What are they I know. splitting up?" Let's go into the clearly haunted house. Yeah, like, no. But then it wouldn't be a film, would it? I'm sat there going, don't go in. But then I'm also like, well, <laughs> can you imagine if they just went, oh. Oh, that the, looks really scary. Let's not go in there. Someone from the audience is telling me not to go in. I guess they're right. I won't go in. That house, probably die if we go in there, won't we? Yeah. Shall we sack it off? Yeah. Bin it off. Home. Shall we go home? Couple of beers? Yeah. <laughs> just Let's just watch a film instead. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of being our own death scene. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, no, so I don't really fear death. No, much. I don't think I, I'd I'm, I'm more worried about what other people would get, would kind of feel and kind of experience when I died. Yeah, um, a little bit more the same. Have you thought about if you were to be reincarnated, what you'd like to come back as? Yeah, I've, I'm a big fan of birds, so I think I'd like to be like an owl. Okay. I think I prefer nighttime or dusk time over daytime because... It's quieter, there's less things going on, there's less distractions, and it's just calm everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd like to be an owl where I'm just a bit more active at night, I'm dead majestic, I'm dead wise, <laughs> and I'm just chill. I feel like you're just describing yourself, not an owl. I am super majestic. You are proper majestic, bruh. Uh, and I do fly about at night. Yeah, and I've seen you twist your head all the way around as well. Oh, I do that on, the, on, on a daily basis. Freaks me out. Uh, and... Will you stop bringing me mice? Yes, I'll try. Okay. Uh, what about you? Um, I've always said I'd like to be a cow in India. <laughs> that is too specific. <laughs> well, because it's like a holy animal, isn't it, in India? So if, you, if you're a cow, they literally can't do anything to you in India. So you just want to be a cow in India? Um, I think aside <laughs> so you want to live out your days as a cow? Aside from that, I'd like to be like a, um, like a marlin or like a really fast fish. Oh, right, okay. I feel like that would be good. Like, yeah, I think being a fish would be cool because then you could explore under the ocean. Yeah. And be like, oh, I was a human. I didn't know this was here. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would work. Down for that. Are we done? Uh, I think we're close to. Okay, sick. Um, so, remember, 
You can't do it all. You can't. But it's okay. And it's fine, because Anton exists. And He'll motivate you to do it. Jomo is better than FOMO. It is. Um, right, it's time for us to get back to the real world. We'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way, more people get to hear the show. And here's your challenge for the week. <gasps> FOMO. Fear of missing Anton. <laughs> <laughs> Just came up with it. Felt it was relevant. Thought I'd add it in. Kill me. <laughs> and here's your challenge for the week. Here's your challenge for the week. Right? That's what I just said. Tell someone about the podcast. Right? Ooh, tell just one person and okay. they can't already know about it. Right, so here's the challenge, right? If that person, if that person um, comes to us and tells me or tells Craig or tells the Manifest Simplicity Instagram or Twitter that you recommended the podcast to them and they come and tell us that, I'll buy them an ice cream. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, when the summer comes, I'll hook them up with a little bit of... Oh, hold on. So is it I'll buy them an ice cream now or is it in the summer? Well, when there's a nice warm evening, I will take you, listener, and the person you recommended the podcast to, they're not listening yet, but they will. For an ice cream. I'll take them out for an ice cream. We'll go to Fred. I'll just take them out. Yeah, just take them out with a sniper. <laughs> If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on social media by searching Manifest Simplicity. We are half of the way through the month of April, which means that we're halfway through our daily dose of detox mindfulness challenge for this month. Um, so we have been meditating every day for 15 days now. Um, I'm enjoying it. How are you enjoying it, Craig? I'm loving it. Okay, wonderful. If you would like to enjoy it and many other challenges moving forward through the rest of the year, head to manifestsimplicity.com, sign up with your email address on the website, and we will email you when the next challenge starts. Is that all right? That sounds good to me. Wonderful. And remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling. Bye. See you next week, everybody.